I'd like you, if you would, to open your Chumash to today's Haftarah, which is page 1316. It is one of the most famous and beautiful of all the prophetic passages, and you will probably recognize at least some of it. Look at chapter 11. This is Isaiah's great messianic prophecy. A shoot shall grow out of the stump of Jesse. In other words, the Messiah will come from the house of David. A twig shall sprout from his stock. Once again, page 1316. A spirit of wisdom and insight, of counsel and valor, of devotion and reverence. He'll sense the truth by his reverence for the Lord. Look at what he says next. He will not judge by what his eyes behold, nor decide by what his ears perceive. Thus he shall judge the poor with equity and decide with justice for the lowly of the land. That's an interesting statement that sometimes if you judge only by what you see and what you hear, you won't judge the poor fairly. You'll judge them unfairly because you see them in a degraded state. He shall strike down the land with the rod of his mouth and slay the wicked with the breath of his lips. Justice shall be the girdle of his loins and faithfulness the girdle of his waist. And now here is the most famous passage from this. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, the leopard lie down with the kid. This is the lion laying down with the lamb. The calf, the beast of prey, and the fatling together with a little boy to lead them or to herd them. So it is a messianic prophecy that goes on to say, as you'll see at the end of the paragraph, on verse 9, in all of my sacred mountain, nothing evil or vile shall be done, for the land will be filled with devotion to the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In Jewish history, there's a split about this passage. Some interpret it supernaturally, and some interpret it naturally. By which I mean, there are some commentators, like Abravanel is famous among them, who see this literally. The lion will lay down with the lamb. The whole order of nature will be different. There won't be any more violence, any more bloodshed. And then there are commentators like Maimonides who see it metaphorically. They say, look, the world is the world. Things are going to still happen. And what it means when it says the lion will lay down with the lamb is big nations and small nations will dwell in peace and they will solve their problems amicably. It doesn't mean anything supernatural. Now, both of those views have been fairly commonly accepted by different members of the Jewish community at different times. But you realize when you say something like, we want Mashiach now, or you sing for the Mashiach at your bar mitzvahs and weddings, that there are different visions about what that means. One of the things that it means, though, is that what, um, I, that what uh, Maimonides ends his great code of law with will come to pass, which is, the land will be filled with devotion of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And that's the ultimate messianic prophecy, is that everybody will know God and live in conformity with God's will. As a result, says Maimonides, the people of Israel will be distinguished because they will know God's will since after all, they're the ones who have the Torah. So there's still an element of, in the end, we'll do all right because we're the ones who brought this idea to the world. 
But you do realize that what the Mashiach is supposed to be is a bookend in a way, just like Israel is. Remember that human beings didn't first come out of Egypt. According to the Torah, they first came out of Eden. In other words, we came from paradise and we're headed to paradise. And the people who see the Mashiach as a natural sort of place also realize that in Eden, bad things could happen. Right? There was still the snake in Eden, and there was still sin in Eden. And that the idea that there will ever be a perfect, sinless place is a fantasy. And what you really want of the time of the Messiah is a place that will be better, and either it will be an individual that leads human beings to that place, or there will be a messianic age. That's the other division in human history. Either it will just be that human beings will get better and better over time, for which there's not as much evidence as we would hope, or that someone will arise that will lead humanity to a better time and a better day. But one way or another, eventually Isaiah's prophecy will be fulfilled and the world will be better than it has been in the past. Now, I can't point to this passage without mentioning, especially in the context of living in America, that Jews and Christians have argued about this passage a lot over history, right? Because Christianity's claim is that Jesus is descended from the house of David, and therefore, because Jesus' father um, was a descendant of the house of David, although that doesn't work as well as it should if God is Jesus' father, but I'll leave that aside for the moment. That's one of the points that Jews liked to make over the years. Um, but for Jews, of course, the primary objection to that idea is that Isaiah doesn't say that the Messiah has to come twice. He says, when the Messiah comes, this will happen. And Jews have looked around the world and seen that it is unredeemed, have concluded very logically that the Messiah must not have come yet, because had the Messiah come, things would be better. And for most of Jewish history, for Jews and for others, they weren't much better. But however Isaiah meant it, the words are beautiful and inspiring, and they remind you that Jewish history points towards an end that will be better. And that has always given Jews, even in the worst times, hope that there would be a time when things would be better. And even though it opens the door, obviously, to cynicism, right, probably the most quoted line about this passage in modern times is Woody Allen's that the lion may lay down with the lamb, but one of them won't get much sleep. Um, <laughs> but even though, even though it's easy to be cynical about this passage, in many, many ways, when you look around the world, Isaiah is right. That is, for most of humanity, life is much better than it was 200 years ago, 500 years ago, and certainly, when Isaiah first spoke these lines. So there is reason to believe, as long as we manage to avoid blowing ourselves up, that the world and humanity will eventually come to a place, if not exactly like Isaiah, then something like Isaiah. And he's just one of those prophets whose prophecy hasn't come true yet. So I'm gonna invite everybody in. As